All right, welcome to Intentional Online Bible Study. One thing I want you to do is make sure you grab your Bible. Um, I want you to follow along with me. Also, please share this Bible study um, to whichever platform um, that you're on. Um, and whatever you're listening or watching from, just share this pod- podcast or, or video, whichever one that you're listening or seeing. Um, believe me, this has been... This has been an interesting roller coaster. I ain't say a roller coaster, but today I'm actually shooting on a different day than I normally shoot shoot my um, Bible study. So I had to get up early this morning. Most time I do it the day before uh, the the actually day of the day that I post the Bible study. But hey, we're gonna make it work. God is good. Um, but but yeah. So we're today we're gonna be. In Acts 7 and Acts 8, but we're only going to do like partial Acts 7 and then we'll jump to um, Acts 8. So, um, yes, yeah, so I hope you guys are, are are ready to jump into the word. Let's let's say a prayer before we um, jump into the word. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this um opportunity to teach your word, Lord God, to share your word to your people, Lord God, all over the world, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you for this very, very time, Lord God. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, We're going to begin reading. Um, And as you see, the title of the message is, Will You Die Preaching the Gospel? Amen. Will you die preaching the gospel? That's the title of the Bible study. And we're going to begin reading it at seven because I want to give you a little background um, before we go into verse, I mean, chapter eight. Uh, and we're going to begin reading at verse 54. And it says, when the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, or you can say Stephen, um, but Stephen full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. So this is what Stephen is saying um, that he saw. Let's read it again. Verse 55 said, but Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the son of man standing at the right hand of God. At this, they covered their ears, they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices. They all rushed at him. So now they all rushed at Stephen. And verse 58 says they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul, which most of you, if you're Bible scholars, to all my Bible scholars, you already know what happens to Saul as we keep reading further on in the Bible study. You just have to keep going. But for the people that don't know Saul, Saul life is going to change too. But he was a, a person that did kill the Christians in the beginning. But his, his name is going to change. But you have to continue to 
follow along for all the people that, you know, don't don't read their Bible or are not, you know, don't know everything about the Bible. I don't either. I'm just being honest. I don't need I'm still learning as I go. But if you don't know that story, I would encourage you to continue um, following along with me as I go through. Hopefully I'll go through the whole book of Acts by the grace of God. Amen. Um, first 59 says, while they were stoning him, let me get back to the, um, the word. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against him. When he said this, he fell asleep. So the people are stoning Stephen and his prayer is, Lord, do not hold this sin that they're doing. Do not hold this wrong doing that they're doing against them. Wow. You gotta, you gotta look at it like somebody's is about to kill you, and you're saying, "Lord, don't, don't, what they're doing, don't hold it against them." Imagine you hearing that, huh? Say what? No, they gonna get. No, he, he's saying, "Lord, do not hold this sin against them." Um, to give you a background of Stephen to. Have a better understanding. He was a Christian deacon in Jerusalem. Uh, number two, he defended his faith before the rabbin court, which enraged the Jewish audience. Uh, number three, uh, he was taken out of the city and stoned to death, which we just read. He was taken out of the city and he was stoned to death. And his final words was a prayer of forgiveness for his attackers. He was praying for the people that was about to kill him. That was his prayer of forgiveness. He was praying, Lord, forgive them. Amen. Um, but let's go into chapter 8. And it says, and Saul approved of their killing him. Remember, we're talking about Saul. But we haven't, you know, you have to keep going to learn about Saul, how he changed his life. But for all the people that you know, don't read the Bible, this is for the people that don't read the Bible, not to all my Bible scholars that be like, oh, I already know what's going to happen. I already know. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take some water on that one. Mm. All right. Let's get back into the word. It said on that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Um, godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. Um, but Saul began to destroy the church. You see, Paul, not, not, I told you a little too quick. I, I didn't mean to tell you his new name, but his name is still Saul right here. But Saul began to destroy the church. Now, Saul is destroying the church wow okay going from house to house that's how church was house to house i don't know about all these uh, buildings nothing wrong with that but at that time it was house to house church that's there's there's that's a need for more house churches in this time 
So I'm just going to say that there's more need for house churches at this time. Because at a time like this, when the building was shutting down, house churches should have been going even more bigger. Okay, God bless you. I shouldn't have got into deep in that, but let's keep reading the word. I say, so Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house. He dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. Um. Verse four says, those who've been scattered preached the word wherever they went. So those who've been scattered preached the word wherever they went. So wherever they were scattered, they preached the word. So, and, and part of my title, or well, the, the title of the Bible study, where you die preaching the gospel. You know, they was killing people for preaching the gospel. You know, a time like this, we're dealing with different type of persecution. It depends on where you live because some places, some countries are different. You, you might die for preaching the gospel in certain areas of, of certain countries. Um, but I, I am in the U.S., so obviously um, we're able to preach the gospel. Now, you might get laughed at it or you might get picked on or you might get some some negative reviews or some people might talk bad down about you and say oh you don't know what you're talking about this is not true but they will be killed for preaching the gospel we're so blessed you know we live in a time that you know in the u.s i can say i'm speaking for the u.s we, we don't get killed for preaching the gospel. It's not always praise, especially when you, you're speaking the truth, when you're speaking the word of God and not just your own philosophy, you know, not man philosophy, teaching, trying to teach God's word, just teaching his own words. But you was killed for preaching the, the gospel. So you have to ask a question. My question is to you. Yeah, you, the one that's sitting on the sofa, the one that's sitting in your car listening to this message, will you die preaching the gospel? Will you die? Because at the end of the day, they was willing to die to preach this word. You know, verse 4 said, those who had been scattered, so when they were scattered and they was um, going trying to destroy them, going house to house to, to kill them uh, and put them in prison, wherever they went to, they preached the word. So if they had to go there, they had to go over there, they was going to preach the word wherever they went to. So my, my thing is, my, my, what I would t say to you, Maybe you're going to a new job, or maybe you're going to a, a new neighborhood. Maybe you're going to a new new environment. Wherever you're going, whether you're going by force or whether you're going by your own choice, preach the word of God, no matter what. Amen. Let's let's keep reading some more. Um, verse five says, Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. 
For with shreds and pure spirit came out of many, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Um, verse 9 says, now for, for, now for some time a man named Simon had practiced sorcery um, to understand. Let's keep reading. Sorcery. Simon the sorcerer. Remember that. Um, Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great. So he's boasting that he's someone great. We know that's not of God. When anybody is boasting that they are someone great, uh, they're not. Um, I'm just, I, I had to say it just like that. They're not because we don't boast. God, people, Godly people do not boast of what God is doing. All we do is praise God and, and we exalt God. We say it was God. It was not me, but he was into himself. Um, verse 10, and all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, this man is rightly called the great power of God. They follow him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. Remember that sorcery is the use of magic, especially black magic. So magic is not of God. So anybody that's doing magic stuff and all that, that's not of God. Just put it out there. So this is what Simon was doing. He, he was using his magic or whatever. Um, so people thought he was so great because, man, this man is doing all of this. And, and it, it was magic. So they thought he was God. Um, Um, verse 12 says, but when they believed Philip as he proclaimed the good news. So Philip is proclaiming the good news. Philip, he's proclaiming the good news. The good news is the gospel. Amen. Um, of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were both, they were baptized, both men and women. Um, Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Phil everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. So Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip. That's what the Bible said. Everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers that they that they that there that they might receive the Holy Spirit. That was a little word um, because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. I'm in verse 16 because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, so this is what um, happened with Simon. So when Simon saw, we in verse 18, when Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the land, so Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the land on the hands, 
land on land on the apostles' hand, he offered them money. Oh Simon, oh Simon. Now he's trying to buy something. Well, Simon, you can't buy this. <laughs> so in verse 19 he said, and said, Give me also this ability so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. So now Simon's like, okay, give me this ability. I, I'll give you some money. I just want this ability to be able to, to, to lay hands and, and people receive the Holy Spirit. Well, it don't work like that, Simon. It doesn't work like that. So verse 20 says, Peter answered, may your money perish with you because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money you have no part or share in this ministry peter's saying hey you have no part or share in this ministry because your heart is not right before god now remember simon was baptized as we read verse 13 let's let's go scroll back up scroll back up to um verse 13 it said simon himself believed and was baptized and he followed Philip. So he said, Simon himself believed and was baptized. He, he was baptized and believed, but somehow he still had that spirit that, oh, I can, I can, I wanna, I wanna use this selfish self-glory. I want to be, he wants to be God. He wants to be selfish he wants to oh let me see let me be the one that lay hands on people and they can receive the holy spirit how much does that cost it don't it, 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 you can't pay for it not with money <laughs> no i'm sorry so in verse um 20 peter answered may your money perish with you because you thought you could buy the gift of god with money so that's what he's telling simon Verse 21, he says, you have no part or share in this ministry because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord in the hope that he may forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Two more verses to read and then we'll close. Then Simon answered, pray to the Lord for me so that nothing you have said may happen to me. So now he wants Peter to pray for him. Um, he said, pray to the Lord for me so that nothing you have said may happen to me. That's what Simon said. Last verse says, um, 25 says, after they had further proclaimed the word of the Lord and testified about Jesus, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many Samaritan villages. My closing points are, and I want you to get this, write it down, whatever you need to do. Will you die preaching the gospel? That's number one. Will you die preaching the, the gospel? Number two, know who you're following. Because the people was following Simon because he was a he amazed them with his sorcery, which, you know, that's magic, his magic, black magic. Uh, but that was not of God. So know who you're following. 
Number two, know who you're following. Number three, you don't know where you might be sent to preach the gospel. You don't know where you might be sent to preach the gospel. You don't know where God might send you, but wherever he sends you, preach the gospel. I, I hope you enjoyed this message. I hope you enjoyed this word. I pray that you will become a part of this um, Bible study, fellowship, whatever you need to do. Join this. Please hit us up. Let us know how are you enjoying this Bible study. Let us know. Hit us up on our email or Instagram, whatever different platform that we're on. Um, thank you so much. I pray that your soul will be kept throughout this week. I, I pray that you'll be shielded and protected over everything that you're doing. Um, I pray that you will come to know Jesus Christ if you don't know him. I pray that you will call upon him yourself. You will call upon the Lord and testify on the goodness of Jesus. God bless.